Are you scared about the 20s? Well, if you are, welcome on the 20s talk with Maria. Hi, I'm Maria, I'm French and Ukrainian, 22 years old, and right now I'm going through my 20s. I know how much this period can be so overwhelming sometimes. This is why I want to do this podcast, because, well, these past few years I learned so many life lessons that I want to share with you guys, because I just hope that it will help some of you to feel less alone, understood, and more especially that it will make you do something about your potential and not waste it anymore. So enjoy this episode. Hi, welcome on this new episode of the 20s Talk with Maria. In today's episode, I really wanted to talk about breakups because I feel like it's such a big topic that I could do a lot of episodes only on that one. So in today's episode, I wanted to talk about especially on what happens when you just broke up and then what do you do next? How do you handle this situation? Are you maybe lost? Like, are you freaking out? This is what this episode is about. If you're here, I mean, this is probably not a good sign. And so if you are going through a breakup right now, well, I hope you're hanging in there. And well, remember, it's a universal experience that all human beings have to once experience and live. And well, I know it's probably complicated to see beauty in what you're going through right now. But just know that so many people have already or are, especially right now, going through the sadness, the same pain, the anger, the feeling of betrayal, abandonment you're experiencing right now. You're not alone. And well, yes, we can overcome that. But even if it feels surreal right now, I, I got it. I got it. It's complicated to imagine that right now. This is a really difficult experience but it makes us human. And by that, I mean, I think, I really think that thanks to this experience, this period of your life, you will be then able to connect with so many people on so many real deep level, like emotional level, because you learn like who you really are in your worst time, how it feels to going through a heartbreak. And that is to me vital. Really, I feel like everyone should really experience that thing at least once in life. So believe me, you'll feel stronger after overcoming it. But I get it. Right now, you're struggling. You're in pain. They left you or you decided to end it for the best or because it was going crazy or you suffered too much. But now you have to deal with the consequences. I'm really sorry for you and I wish you the best in this recovery journey. I hope that my advice is here will help you to understand better what is going on in your life right now and help you find the keys to move on in a healthy way. By that I mean maybe slower than you expected it. But once you'll be done, there will be no coming back and you'll feel you'll be free from this weight on your heart, on your shoulders. So what are the most important things to me to really remember and keep in mind when you're going through a breakup? Well, first thing, sorry to bring that up like that, but you're grieving. And maybe you've already experienced this pain before with a family member, or maybe it's not even like your first breakup. Just know one thing, you are grieving. And the grieving process is probably one of the hardest things that the human being has to face. 
I'm saying this to remember you that what you're doing right now is really hard. So please be kind to yourself. Be proud because like you're trying your best right now with the tools you're having. Grieving in general is complicated, but grieving a partner, a lover, an ex, I feel like it's in a way even more complicated because the person is still alive. What does this detail implies? Well, in our modern society, we have access to so many informations that I feel like it's almost impossible not to have access to our ex's life, pictures, videos, stories, whatever. So, of course, it's so damn hard nowadays to face it on our own, but I promise you'll find your way out of this. But the advice I could give you to deal better, like to deal even better with this breakup in today's society is probably, well, not probably, but I feel like not doing this thing will make you, will make everything so much harder for you for the next steps. So this thing is cut them off your life completely. And if you heard like my like ancient episode about cutting people off your life, you'll understand my point of view. But I feel like if you can, of course, cut this person off your life, you should. Like, you should cut most of the things that are still maintaining this contact between you and them. Like, if you feel weak with the temptation, you know, of having their Insta, Snapchat, TikTok, or even their phone number, please reunite all of your strength and just block them. Like, erase everything. And it might seem radical at first, but I think the contact has to be a bit brutal because it really permits to your mind to really have zero information about them and it really feels more like a real grieving. Your mind will be more willing than to start to realize that, well, and admit that this relationship has ended and, well, it's the death of this person in your mind and this relationship. And it takes time, but I still feel like it will strike you quicker by doing this than waking up, checking their account, seeing their new post every day. Don't you think? To do this action, you have to think first about you and see when you're ready to do it. Then make the decision and do it right away. Don't wait anything and don't try to come back. Your goal is not to feel stuck forever, hoping like a victim for a comeback. And I've been there, so believe me, I'm judging myself by saying this. Because I have felt stuck because of things that could have avoided me a lot of pain if I just had the courage earlier to do these things, like no contact. Hopefully I did, and it helped me a lot. And right now, I'm not even talking about, you know, the pictures, the videos, the present, the clothes, the memories you have with them or they offered you. For this thing, I think if you just went through, like, you just experienced the, bro- the breakup, it's too early. And my advice on this thing will probably be just reunite everything and put all of this in a box under your bed, like for real. You'll deal with these things later, when you'll be ready. And if you don't trust yourself to not stop like looking, to not try to look at those things. And well, 
ask a friend, ask a sister, a brother, uh, someone you're aware of your situation and supportive to keep these things that box somewhere you won't know about for a short time. This way, you'll avoid the temptation of going back in your memory and keeping that, well, trying to keep that person alive in your head. And the pictures, videos on the phone, like on your phone right now, well, it's too early again to go through all the memories right now. I think the best thing is really to make a rule, a promise to yourself to not look back there for a while. Or if you feel like crying a lot, maybe transfer, erase the pictures somewhere else and keep a few photos. You really loved that person, so you should keep some memories if they respected you. That's my point, if they respected you during the relationship. I mean, it's important for your future self to keep some memories of that person that once loved you. And, you know, like when you'll be healed, you'll just look back and be happy about it. I hope. <laughs> But yeah, just keep some memories. It's important. If they were a really bad person, on the contrary, like they were a liar, manipulator, they were violent with you, whatever, burn everything down, honey. You will not regret it and it will clean your space at this point, for real. Just burn everything down. Don't keep anything from them if they were a bad person to you. You don't deserve to keep memories from that thing. Just do your healing process and move on and don't keep anything from them. But yeah, I think no contact is crucial so your brain starts to understand the situation. I know it's not really easy to avoid a person if you're in the same group of friends or if you're colleagues or in the same high school, college, whatever. But at least when you'll be home, it'll be over for a moment if you have this no contact rule. If you care about them and you want to be in good terms, have a talk about the new limits, the new way to function. Maybe trying to see your friends, not at the same time, At the beginning, until, the, like, until things are not weird anymore. But if you can have this talk or you don't want to have this talk for any reason now, well, you don't have any reason actually to make the effort to see them in this public situation. So obviously, just take a break from them, even on like social medias. But if it's about how to act in real life, you know, I don't know if I'm the right person actually to give you advices on that one because I know when I went through my first breakup, I was in college and we were in the same kind of stuff, you know, studying law, etc. And I really avoided college for a while, the more I could actually. And at, well, at the time, because seeing him made me anxious as fuck. <laughs> really, I was scared to cry if I saw him. Because all of this pain was really difficult to process, you know, it was my big first breakup. So I was keeping school a lot because I just wanted to be alone. And that, my friend, is not a good example at all. At least not if you do that for too long. That's my point. So I feel like the advice on that matter is listen to yourself. I know it's pretty simple, but listen to yourself. If you don't feel like it, don't force it. It's okay, you're not weak, they are not doing better, they're not winning over you. If they don't seem like they're doing 
bad, you know, as you are, it doesn't mean that they don't care. Everyone is just processing this grief in completely different ways. If you need a bit of space or time alone, or on the contrary, you need, I don't know, your family, your friends to be there, or to go to like somewhere and do some stuff, activities, well, just do it if it feels right. But don't be on your own for too long. And that leads me to the second thing. Of course, it's complicated to ask for help, but please ask for help when you're down. And it's normal to be wanting to spend time alone to process. Cry, listen to sad music, go to gym, like to the gym, whatever. But you have to be careful and not isolate yourself too much. I mean for too long. Someone said that thing to me once when I wasn't doing great at the beginning and it stayed with me until today's day. They said, remember you'll feel bad for a long time from now on. So you have the option to be alone and cry and not speak to anyone and isolate yourself and you won't feel better after doing this every day, every evening, not spending time with the people you love. But if you decide to go out with your friend, do something with your family or even do something on your own if you have a passion or if you have the capacity, well, I mean energy, to do some activity that you like, that will keep your mind focused. And by that, it will not let your mind have time to think about the breakup. And well, you'll have a nice time with them. And by doing this, when you'll go out, like when you'll go back home, you'll still feel sad in your bed, of course. But at least these few hours where you could have been crying in your bed, you spend nice time with your friends, your family, and you forgot about the situation for a moment. And that's all you need to really decenter your thoughts from the breakup to something else. So at the end, by choosing not to isolate yourself from your close ones, your loved ones, you also choose to offer you the chance to spend two-thirds of the day sad and one-third of the day happy, at peace. It's still better than spending days and days and days completely at your lowest. I, I'm saying this because I, made, I really made that mistake. But if you get caught up in that vicious cycle of sadness, you can really quickly go deeper and deeper into depression, like a real depression. So be careful about that and remember that isolating is really dangerous, even if it doesn't feel like it at this point because you just want to be alone. And I get that. Just be careful. So the third thing I really wanted to talk about was please don't skip the pain. And I know it sounds silly like that, like really obvious, but a lot of people want to escape the reality and the pain that comes with the loss of a loved one. But I remember my fear was really to stay in denial for a while, in denial of the breakup, you know. And by that, delaying the moment I would have been able to move on differently like you know like imagine you don't have you don't want to face the truth so you stay in denial or feel stuck because you're hoping they'll come back in few months after the breakup then it's been a while and they never came back and you finally start to realize that it's over but man it's been a while now and your grieving process only starts now feels terrible right yeah, I know, That's, that wa was my fear. 
And so maybe you were stuck and it it's completely okay. Like not everyone realizes it right away, depending on your situation. If you're in the same group of friends or if like even if you see them at work every day or at college, I know that it's even harder. But the thing is the sooner the better. Because you'll be able to start your grieving process. But to do this, what do you have to do exactly? Right? That's the that's a real question. Well, my rule number one is be ready to embrace the pain. I feel like there's no better way to go through that hard experience without accepting or be ready to feel it all, you know? Even if it's not easy at all, and I get that. And you probably wanted to avoid all of these mixed feelings, this pain, this anger, this sadness. But you have to let it go out of your heart, out of your head. Because if you don't, it will fire back. It will fire back and like one day for sure. And you'll still have to do the work. These, these things will eat you from the inside. All these non-processed emotions, feelings will damage your health, your mental health and probably your future relationships also. So please also think about the other person you will meet in your life. So really embrace the pain, embrace, embrace the pain. Go out at night and cry or cry in your bed. Crying is scientifically proved that it's good for your health because it helps to release stuck emotions, negative emotions to release stress. So you will feel better after it. And at some point, you won't even have no more tears to cry. Believe me, I've been there. Everyone liberates it differently. You can go do some sport, some creativity, uh, like activities, write. I know some guys, friend of mine, and I say guys because I want to break a cliche, that actually used used to wrote song lyrics, poems even. And like some and some other friends of mine were just like used to journal, you know, on the evening to liberate the thoughts that were on their minds. And some other friends did physical activities, went to the gym, etc. Also to liberate all the bad energy and stoke emotions. These are a few examples, but you can also sleep, watch a TV show, that you like, if it calms you or makes you laugh again. Here you have to make what makes you feel good again. I used to ask friends for advices when I was doing my, you know, green process after my break, my breakup. And like, but what worked for them didn't work for me. I have found now my way of dealing with difficult and hard emotions. And even if it's even if this technique helped me years ago, now I still use it today when something is bothering me. I just do it and I feel better and I release my negative emotions and I feel like I know myself better in these hard situations. Just try to do various things and then you'll finally get to a point where you, you will find something that suits you better and that works for you. So the fourth thing I wanted to talk about is, well, actually, I wanted to break a myth. The myth is about, you know, all the seven steps or 10 steps you have to go through to heal from your breakup. I don't believe in that. To me, there are no seven steps 
neither 10 steps identified as the usual steps you have to go through to, you know, be over your ex. I don't think that that works, like that thing doesn't work like that to me. Some people said you had acceptance, sadness, anger, then this one and this one, and you know, there's an order, apparently, etc. I don't think this is true because I think everyone is different. And as much as we have different human beings existing on this planet, we can also have and witness different type of, of griefs. I had so many steps, like, no joking. I, I don't know, I just remember that I didn't have that stage and then this other stage and then this stage. They were all mixed up, I think. Sometimes I felt angry, then sad, then again angry, then I had hope, then again sad. It, it really made no sense. But yeah, I think it depends on how you process things in general. Like, I overthink a lot. I'm always in my head. So, even maybe too much. So maybe I had to analyze and understand every reason why it ended. When some of my friends on the opposite had just made their mind, like they just made, they made their peace with one big reason and they moved on. Like, just like, I don't know, about a few months later. So yeah, you have to be patient with yourself because not everyone is reacting the same way in the healing process. Maybe you'll feel more emotions than your friend, like more different kind of emotions, more maybe you'll feel only one emotion. I don't know. It works differently for everyone. So please don't try to identify something on Google because they said that you had 10 steps and everything. It does that's not true. And last thing that seemed important to me on that topic was time. Why time? Well, by that I mean take your time. Don't rush this. It's not possible to rush the healing process. If someone tells you that, they are lying. And God knows how much at first I wanted to really accelerate things a lot. Like really, I was like, okay, I'll do that and do that and everything will be alright and I will get through that stuff and everything. Mm-mm-mm. It didn't work out at all. Believe me, I tried. But I learned from that experience a lot that that everyone needs a different amount of time to heal. And that is so important. Like, some people are in denial at first. Some need to analyze everything, as I do. Some need to retry with their ex and then break up again. Some just made, their, just made up their, their mind on one big reason and move on easily. And some hope forever and never recover from that. So. Yes, everyone needs time. That's important to remember. And you're not like your friends. You're not like, I don't know, a celebrity you're following. You're not like all of these people. You're unique and you have your traumas, your construction as a child, as a young adult maybe. So you need time to understand how you work. Because if you are in your 20s, you probably don't know it yet, as I didn't know about myself and my reactions to. And so the best way to illustrate that is by saying you this. I had my, in my closest friends at the time two complete, completely opposite examples. 
of the time, the, you know, the duration you needed to move on. A friend of mine who was like in a relationship for, I don't know, one month and a half or two months needed like one year and a half to heal from the relationship. And well, because of toxic behaviors, of course, traumas, as you can guess. But it's just to show you that even if it was a small on the timeline relationship, you still maybe need like a year at least to heal from it. And on the contrary, I had this other friend of mine who was like in a relationship for, I don't know, three years, something like that. And she just made up her mind in six months. She just, you know, was over it. And I mean, for real, after she met a nice guy and really it was like, it seems healthy, like for real. And it's still lasting to, until to this day. And I think the reason is maybe, yeah, she probably already had made a lot of grieving like during the end of the relationship. That's, that's a possibility. But the thing is just understand that everyone reacts, reacts differently. So you need time and you have your own amount of time that you need to process that. So please don't try to copy your friends. See, it's not even possible because you have so many options of people dealing with this grieving process. Well, seeing them in so many different ways dealing with this grieving, I made my peace. I had made my peace. Like it really helped me to make my peace. And I decided it was okay. If I needed a lot of time, it's my way of dealing with this grief. But I was sure of one thing. By not rushing it, once I'll be in that place of I don't feel that weight anymore, you know, on my shoulders, on my heart, on my, like in my head, I feel lighter, I feel better, it, feel, it feels easier. Well, it was going to be for good. And that's where your goal is supposed to be, to do the healing, taking your time, taking the right decision, even if, like, no contact, even if it's hard, trying to take time, trying to process everything the way you need it, and not as your friend needed or your family members needed. You're unique, so you have to listen to yourself. And if you do your peace in that healthy way, it doesn't matter if the person comes back, because you'll be finally, finally emotionally detached from them. They won't have any power over you anymore. So you won't be interested in relieving or retrying something with them. You you'll just understand that, well, far well that it wasn't supposed to like last in your life at all. And that way, you'll be able to move on definitely and be ready when you'll find that person to who you can open your heart again if they deserve it. Even if not, I know it's probably too early to say that to you if you're going through the breakup, but take your time. That's it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope that it will help you. Of course, if you, have, if you need it, re-listen to it sometimes if it can help. But please, if you want to help the project to grow and reach out to the right people, please subscribe, like, share, 
comments, whatever. Talk about that talk, uh, that talk with your friends and, well, most importantly, if you have friends that understood English. That will help me so much. Thank you very much and we'll see you on our next talk. Kisses!